All right, Ambush, and today we are joined by a member of an award-winning folk pop group. They are festival favorites worldwide, and of course they just released their latest single, their newest single in a few years, I believe, and it is entitled Stronger Than You Know. The group is the East Pointers, and of course... My guest today is Tim Chasen. How's it going today, Tim? Yeah, I'm doing well. How's it going, Colton? Ooh, having myself a beautiful day. Even better now that, you know, got to talk some uh, amazing music. One of my favorite things. I'm ready to jump on in. How about yourself? Yeah, ready for it, man. Yeah. Hey, feet first, feet first. All right, I love it. So, of course, I need to kick it off with exactly where did this new single uh, begin to take shape? Yeah, well... So the three of us, Cody, Jake, and I, and, uh, and Colin McDonald, actually, who is the lead singer of The Trues for, for anyone who knows them, we, the three of us, wrote with Colin many, many, many times over the, over the years. And, and it was probably, I guess it was in February of 2021. I think that was when this writing session happened. And, and it was kind of recently after this like really big storm on PEI and Cody and, and I'm sure maybe some of your listeners probably know of Cody's passing in January, which is very sad. So sad. We can chat all about that and uh, just how, yeah, anyways. But Cody lived in this beautiful little cottage that was on the eastern end of PEI, like on this like 80 foot cliff. And it over, overlooked uh, the, uh, the Northumberland Strait. And you could see like Nova Scotia and Cape Breton on a nice day, which was pretty cool. But in the winter, it gets pretty treacherous there. And uh, it was his first winter in, in that house last year. And after this massive storm, he thought that this little cottage was going to like legitimately blow down. And uh, he had to put like a two by four, like plank over the door. He was like, so, so concerned. And, and so the, the topic of the song kind of came from, from that and like feeling like that, like metaphorically kind of feeling that isolation and, and, uh, and digging deep for like the strength to get through whatever it is that you're, you're going through. So the, the references to the house, like, and, and the, you know, the strong winds and all that kind of uh, refer to, to that. That's where the shape of the song came from. And then it grew from there. Huh. So just taking uh, something and experience, uh, quite the experience <laughs> <laughs> yeah. that one of the yeah. band members uh, went through and relating it to, uh, cause the rest of the world, because I mean, obviously a lot of us have uh, had to endure uh, quite the uh, storm, have had to adapt these past couple of years, right? Yeah, totally. It's been like, we were so fortunate, all three of us were on PEI and, and uh, able to get together uh, and, and write. And yeah, it, 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 it was a bit of a testament to like that, you know, that isolation that we've all felt over the last, over the last few years and, and getting through. So absolutely so you mentioned that this song was written uh back in february of 2021 so when did you guys actually get to get inside of a studio to put it together then yeah so we we worked with uh with derek hoffman who's a brilliant producer from toronto um actually colin recommended uh us to to chat with derek because he's brilliant for, for a guy like we knew that we were going to be doing it virtually with someone at that point and um he works with like arkells and so many the trues and so many other other great bands but he um 
he was, yeah, he was in Toronto. So we thought like, let's try hooking something up. It was probably bef- until the summer. I think it was maybe uh, the beginning of August of 2021 that we actually recorded this and another track with them in that session. And we weren't sure like, you know, doing like, we've always done our records with, you know, a producer in the room. We've never done it virtually before. So it was, we weren't sure how it was going to go, but it was like, he was, he was awesome. Like just, we would send him over mix, like we would send him over like what we were playing and kind of our ideas. And then he would like, just kind of run with it and then send something back and we'd hop on zoom and chat it through. And yeah, it was an interesting way to do it. And, but it like surprisingly went really well. So we recorded it. Jake has a little basement studio at his house in Charlottetown. So we, um, yeah, we're just down there and, and surprisingly for any of your listeners or, or yourself who record music, it's whenever you're in an actual recording studio and paying from like eight to 5 PM, you're kind of like, you have this like urgency to get it right and finish it. And you're looking at your clock. And, um, but when you're doing it at home, it's this like so much more relaxed and we all felt way more relaxed doing it in like in Jake's studio. So yeah, we like, we, and then we did the rest of the songs like that. So mm-hmm. it's, it's always interesting to hear uh, the different opinions of like how that shift in recording was, right? Because for you, where you mentioned like normally you re- rent out a studio, you've maybe got a week, two weeks. You're like, okay, so we've got like seven tracks. We've got to get these knocked out, right? And yeah. Then, but then there's also the uh, standpoint of like trying to communicate with someone. So if the person you're working with can communicate well through a Zoom video, it probably makes some things easier but sometimes like conveying an energy where you're like okay but i was thinking like maybe taking it up here as opposed to right here and sometimes maybe that's a little easier to convey in person right it's like a balance oh totally for sure and i think uh like i I think it's called audio movers where like he would be mixing and we could actually listen through our speakers at the same time so that tool is super handy so it kind of feels like you're in the same room together a bit but there's also this like, you know, which a lot of people probably discovered over the last two years is like when there's no pressure to perform, like as far as like being in a studio and, and everyone like, okay, get this part. Like that wasn't a part of it at all. Like our producer wasn't listening to us while we were recording and we were all comfortable with each other. So it was like, if we messed up, it was just like, yeah, whatever. We just do it again. No, no big deal. So yeah, that was a nice element to the recording. Mm-hmm, exactly. Just go upstairs, grab a glass of water, say hi to the wife. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Come back down. Relax, right? <laughs> yeah, totally. Uh, that's fantastic. So with this new single, came a little bit of a uh, shift in sound, maybe a little bit more into the uh, pop style than the uh, folk style that the group is uh, known for. So was this a conscious shift? Where did it come from? Yeah, well, we always kind of dabbled with like, in like pop elements i think whenever we started the band we were like it was pretty traditional but still had a contemporary feel even though like so we would always mostly we would do like half instrumentals we come from all like celtic traditional folk background so like as fiddle and banjo and guitar and and piano so with the progression of the band like as we kind of grew and we're playing more festivals and all over the all over the world i guess it was like fun to incorporate more sounds into the into the music and we played so much like we toured like mental (laughs) but 
it was just like we had lots of time to experience different sounds and then each time we went into the studio we would be like oh do you think we can get away with doing this live and then we would you know figure out how to how to do it live just with the three of us so we were all doing things all of our limbs were occupied on stage basically but when it came to this new this new album and ep that we're working on we work with Derek and we were kind of specifically looking for someone who could like, even though our last stuff had more pop elements, it was like his, his vibe was a little bit more, even a little bit more kind of pop and, and polished, I guess you could say, but yeah. And, but still trying to keep like the acoustic instruments at the forefront and just kind of, yeah. Experimenting with like what feels good. And yeah, so that's, it wasn't necessarily super conscious to do it that way. It was just, I think a mixture of the songwriting and the producer and, and the setting. And it's just kind of, felt good like we it wasn't any time where we were like oh we shouldn't do this or that it was just yeah it all felt good so that's when you know i guess it's uh, the right thing to do absolutely for sure and of course we mentioned this is the uh first single you guys have released in a while you did a, a remix of one of your tracks in 2020 but really this is the first true song since probably about 2019 and it just came out the end of May here. It's been out for a few days now. So what is it like to uh, have this song out into the world for yourself? Yeah, it feels really good. Like you say, it, it's like this bizarre. Like usually we've had an album every two years and, and you release the singles from the album, you tour and all that. And, and whenever it came, like, yeah, I guess 2019, we at the end of 2019, we released our last album and then we had one single or two singles from it and or three maybe. And then we were touring, we were in Australia and then like everything got shut down and it was like, okay, so we're just home. And usually we'd be, you know, on the road quite a bit. And, and we, we were lucky enough to do a couple of, we did a couple of stretches in the UK at the end of 2021. And, but the, yeah, like it just feels good to have a new song for people to like, cause it, it, it felt like our last single that, you know, had quite a bit of life in it. And which was, yeah, really important. You know what? I might have a little guest here. Oh, no worries. Hi there, Fox. Oh, thank you, buddy. <laughs> See you later. That's my son. <laughs> <laughs> Giving me a marshmallow. Ooh, very important. Yeah, very important. Very important. Little, important. little snack for the, for the interview. Exactly. Hey, taking care of you. Hey, <laughs> raising them right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> But yeah, it, it feels really good to have a song out and, and just, you know, that fresh feeling of, you know, the so many great comments and feedback about the song that we are uh, very, very grateful for. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And one thing that I really love about this song is earlier you mentioned, of course, the uh, unfortunate uh, passing of Cody. And one thing that I really love with this song is it definitely seems to be continuing to carry on his spirit uh being influenced by an experience he went through the artwork if you guys go onto your social media you get this lovely little story of just exactly this polaroid and where it came from so what is it like once again we mentioned to have the song out into the world but to have this representation of someone who is such an important part of this journey um to have it and have it released and to represent him like this yeah no it's 
it's, it's crazy. Yeah. Like code. Yeah. So code passed away in January, which was like, uh, such a shock to everybody. And, and it still is, and it doesn't feel real most days to be honest. And, you know, codes, my, my first cousin, one of my best friends and it, uh, you know, and playing in a band with him and touring the role has been the most incredible experience over, over the last like eight, eight years of my life. And we played music together since we were kids. So it's, yeah, it, it doesn't feel right or, or even real, the fact that he's actually gone. And, but we're so grateful that we, just for everything, I guess, and, and essentially having all these songs uh, recorded and written. And, and to be honest, we weren't sure what we were going to do. Uh, Jake and I were just like, I don't, yeah, it was just, you know, dark times. And then it was like, well, we have to get this music out there because Cody would be, would not be happy if, because he was so proud of these songs that he wouldn't be happy if, if they just kind of sat dormant and no one heard them. So yeah, the plan uh, was to, you know, let's, we had, and we had signed with Network who are out your guys' way, actually, Vancouver based, I believe, company. And um, we signed with them back in 2021. And, and yeah, everything was feeling really good and, and, you know, ramping up for another album and touring and stuff. But then, yeah, just, just feel, like there's a, a huge void. There is no, there's no doubt about it. And those who know, who knew Cody knew how much of an incredible, not only human, like funny, charismatic and, and so kind, but he was an incredible musician. Like he's, you know, as a tenor banjo, like a banjo player, he's like, you know, everyone around the world is, has always looked up to him as a, as a banjo player. Like he was, you know, one of the best. So it's, uh, it's incredible that, all the people that he touched in his short life and having this song, like just be as if like we didn't do anything to the song. It was just like, it was already done months and months ago. So it was uh, to have it and for people to hear Cody play because he was, you know, also like a, a bit of a riff, like genius. I think Colin called him the Keith Richards of the banjo. He always had so many, so many like, amazing lines and riffs to, to write songs with. And, but yeah, for people to hear that in this song is, uh, I think pretty special for, for a lot of people and, and for Jake and I just to have it out there and yeah, it feels good. And I know that, uh, for like fans of the band and code, like appreciate hearing it, I guess. So yeah, it's been an interesting time for sure. And, and, uh, and even just like promoting, like, a song as well, or, or like the band, it just, it, everything's just so like kind of uncertain, I guess the future and, and, but like getting this music out is, is, um, is the number one goal. Well, once again, uh, giving the song probably another meaning showing that you and Jake being stronger than you both probably knew powering through continuing to release this music, right? Yeah, Totally. And like you mentioned, that Polaroid is pretty, uh, is pretty funny. It's been on Cody's fridge for like forever. And every time I'd go to Cody's, I just have a big chuckle because we grew up right beside each other. And, and, but in between us, there was a farm and him like diving. It just looks like a massive snowbank that he's like jumping in onto the ground. Like with no, <laughs> and we would just always chuckle like how, like that was probably, oh my God, like 20 you know, more than 20 years ago, we were probably, we were really young. I remember in our neighbor had a Polaroid camera and it's like the odds of him catching that, like, it's just, yeah, it was pretty cool. So whenever we saw it, yeah. And we were just like, that has to be the single air for the song. It just feels like the right, the right thing. 
<laughs> yeah. This uh, definitely shows his spirit. Uh, that's quite the dive, quite the uh, quite the brave soul that needs to take that on. And yeah, uh, he was a total character for sure. Hey, you mentioned an incredible musician and also an incredible human being. Having raised over ten thousand dollars for the Unison Fund, even like after passing, uh, yeah, that goes to show just what an impact he has as an individual, right? Yeah, totally. He uh, he was very passionate about like he he struggled with mental health issues for for a long time, but he was so uh, like he proved to so many people what can be done with someone who has been at kind of, you know, the, their rock bottom and have been told like, you can't do this. You can't do that. But he, uh, but he proves everyone wrong and he got better. And, and he like, not to say without the challenges that come along with it, but he was so passionate about uh, sharing that with, with people. And, uh, and like you say, he just was like, Oh yeah, I'm going to do this cold. Like he was really into cold water therapy i guess you could say uh, like swims and and he was like yeah i'm gonna do this like you know i want to raise money for the for the unison benevolent fund which is like uh, a really great organization that you know if a, if an artist is for whatever reason can't quit on tour then they can take care of them or if they you know whatever the case may be so he was like i'm gonna do a cold swim every day and then yeah i, th- I can't remember where the where the money was at whenever he had passed away on january 6th and there was a pretty good chunk of money in there at the end of December. He, he did it every day of December and he had all of us, everyone kind of join him whenever we could and stuff. And he, uh, yeah. And then, but yeah, by the end of it, it was like up to $12,000 or something like that. So it's, yeah, he was constantly looking for ways to either a bring people together or, or raise money for people who, who really needed it. So yeah, pretty amazing. Hey, continuing to, uh, share strength and healing throughout time and will continue to through his music through this incredible new song and of course you mentioned the east pointers uh have a new ep potentially on the way as well it sounds like the future uh, holds some exciting things what can you tell us about the future without giving away too much of course yeah no for sure we have uh so an ep is going to come uh at the end of september we have our next single coming out in july and then yeah. And like, I, I guess there's, um, there's also a festival that we, we started called the Harvest Home Festival that we're, I just hopped off call actually from about that. And, uh, that's happening on PEI September 23rd and 24th, where we had it all planned last year and, and it got canceled right before it happened, which is unfortunate, like many other things, but, but yeah, we're going ahead with the Harvest Home Festival. That's Jake and I and our management company we organized that and yeah so just uh, lots of lots of more new music which is exciting very exciting very exciting yep. indeed uh fans of the band or even listeners of the podcast i guess fans of the band probably already are uh, following you so listeners of the podcast go out and follow the east pointers go if you're on uh prince edward islands you're in the maritimes you want to go ahead and check it out uh festival in september sounds like a fantastic opportunity to go ahead and do that. Of course, you can also go ahead and follow the band on your favorite streaming services. New EP, new singles coming your way. Of course, this brand new song and an amazing set catalog that you can go ahead and check out right now, right? Yeah, go do it. Hey, <laughs> hey as they absolutely should. And of course, Tim, I need to thank you so very much 
for uh, taking the time to join us here on the Desert Tiger Podcast today. Thanks so much for having me. I appreciate it. And push. I hope that you enjoyed today's conversation with the incredible Tim from the East Pointers. Of course, you can go ahead and find the East Pointers, a brand new single. We talked about it here today. It's entitled Stronger Than You Know. It's on your favorite music streaming service, your favorite music source. When you're there, you better go ahead and find the follow button too, because Tim told you here today, there's some more new music coming your way in the future. You don't want to miss out on it. And the other way not to miss out on it is to go ahead and follow the East Pointers on your favorite social media. I have to go ahead and thank Tim with one last roaring DTP. Thank you for joining us here today. I have to give one of those roaring thank yous to Jamie over at Strut Entertainment for setting up today's conversation. One for the audio wizard known as German at YPEditor.com. Last but not least, a roaring DTP thank you to you, the Am Bush. If you want to go ahead and help out the show, you can subscribe, you can share this episode, and you can also rate the show with the big old five stars. All of this free, all of us, all very incredible, helps us more than you actually know. And you can also help the show by checking out our web store. It's deserttiger.shop. That's where you go ahead and cop yourself something to represent the podcast everywhere you go. Now we leave you with this. Go out. Find your roar and then let it out into the world. Because you are a mighty tiger. You are powerful. You are wondrous. You are beautiful. And most of all, you are all of these things and so much more. And until next time, Am Bush. Bye-bye. The Desert Tiger Podcast.